Hi, and welcome to Grounding with Gem. I'm Gem Wilson, and I'm a mindset coach and founder of Vala Energy. I'm so excited to help you up-level your mindset, ground back into your body, and reconnect with nature to live your most fulfilling and expansive life. I truly believe that whatever you can see in your mind, you can manifest into your reality, and I can't wait to share my practical tips for life, love, and business with you. Thanks for joining me today, and let's jump right in. Hello, hello, and welcome back to another week, another episode of Grounding with Gem. I am so excited today because if you are listening on the day this comes out or the week this comes out, my new course, The Feminine Flow, is now open for you to join me. There are only eight spaces. It's very limited. I cannot wait to start on the 29th of February. We're going to be doing all things feminine energy, surrendering, learning about feminine archetypes. I'll be sharing a 13th rite of the womb transmission and we'll be going deep into things like forgiveness, how to access your intuition, to really delve far into your subconscious and help you to rewire the limiting beliefs that are holding you back from living in your feminine energy, embodying your feminine energy. Because we do need a balance between the masculine and the feminine, but so many women I speak to lately, they find themselves living in their wounded masculine energy, feeling like they're constantly hustling, chasing their tail, proving themselves getting validation from others, from their achievements, from what they're buying, where they're going. And I want you to know there is another way. And I say this as someone who has definitely lived that life of being in the wounded masculine energy, experiencing burnout, feeling frustrated and out of control. And when I moved back to Wales in 2019, it was like a major reset where I reconnected with nature, I slowed down, I learned to tap into my intuition again and to live the life that I wanted to live, not the life that I thought I should be living, which I think so many of us get caught up in that trap of. So if this really resonates with you, I have a very limited early bird offer on that is on for just a few days. I will drop the link below if you have any questions feel free to message me at grounding with gem on instagram and i hope to see you on the 29th with a whole circle of other incredible ladies the whole course will be online so no matter where in the world you are you can come and join us there will be a recording that you can watch or listen to afterwards and every week i'll be sharing journal prompts and a guided meditation as well to help you to embody and implement the topic that we discussed that week. So if you follow me on Instagram, you will know that I've had a pretty social week already. I went to see Brian Cox 
rocks talking in Swansea with my sister and it was incredible. There was lots of talk of event horizons and black holes and galaxies and multiverses and all the things that I absolutely love and have loved since I was in my early 20s. So I really did feel like I was in my element. And before that, we went to this incredible Chinese restaurant in Swansea in the marina called Gigi Gao. And Gigi is the lady who owns it and she is incredible. She had on this beautiful sequin dress. The whole place is kitted out in yellow and red. There's pandas hanging off the lamps. It is a feast for the senses. Let me just say that. So if you're based in South Wales, definitely go and check that out. It's iconic. It is so much fun. It's like a little wonderland that's full of really fun kitsch things and I couldn't stop looking around and photographing and filming things and then on Sunday we went to watch Candace Bushnell's one woman show I guess you would call it in Cardiff where she was talking all about sex and the city who inspired what her own life and it was so inspiring if you get the chance to go and see it I would honestly highly recommend it because it's a mix of humor and her life and her life lessons. She's 65 now. So there were some really funny takeaways from it too. So it was a very packed weekend and not much time for actually doing the work that I am supposed to be doing. But during our dinner on Saturday, my sister and I were talking about procrastinating and I really cannot stand procrastinating it makes me super anxious if I know I have a deadline and I cannot leave it till the 11th hour because it makes me feel all hot and sweaty and flustered and she was saying I've become so used to working that way that it doesn't bother me I'm so used to leaving things to the last minute because of my job and things changing and working reactively and it really got me thinking about resistance and procrastination and I had a client call a few months ago where the whole topic of the client call was how can I make this feel light how can I let go of the resistance so I thought that would be something really fun to discuss today so if you're someone that is a major procrastinator maybe you only want to do the things you love and then everything else feels like wading through tar I have been there many times. I definitely know that feeling of only wanting to do the fun things, especially in my business. I'm a very creative person. So when it comes time to do the boring logistical things, like send my paperwork off to my accountant or pack boxes or just something else that isn't very quote unquote fun, I am the embodiment of meh, I don't want to do that. But it's just me running my businesses. So guess what? I have to do it. And I've learned quite a few tips and tricks along the way to help overcome resistance. And there is a way to overcome it as well energetically that is quite empowering and I wanted to share some of those with you today because once you can recognize the resistance that is coming up you can create a space to work with it and once you can acknowledge it and and name the feeling that is coming up within you you can allow that to move through you or you can sit back and think how am I going to change this what action can I take so you can really try as well to sort of whack it away without judgment and this is something I often 
use to describe unwanted thoughts imagine just swatting them away or them drifting out your mind like clouds and choosing a a loving response a compassionate response and understanding as well that resistance it's a natural part of growth and change I'm sure there are so many times in your life when you didn't want to do something but then you had to do it maybe it was in a job or in your personal life and actually it's quite satisfying overcoming that resistance and realizing that you've grown through it. I know there was a time when I didn't know how to use Photoshop and I used to absolutely loathe going to graphic design class but because I learned Photoshop I was able to become a professional graphic designer and then eventually move to another country and get a job straight away getting paid a lot of money because I took the hit and decided I was going to learn it and overcome that resistance because when we don't confront our resistance we're always staying in our comfort zone in our little cozy bubbles and we're not going to get where we want in life if we never challenge ourselves. So a really great antidote to resistance is mindfulness. When you notice the resistance come up Take a second to pause, ground back into your body. Maybe you want to close your eyes, focus on your breath and feel yourself being truly present in the moment. Ask yourself, how does this resistance feel in my body? Sometimes it feels tense. I know if I have a lot of things lined up in a day that I have to get done, they're non-negotiables. My chest sometimes will feel really tight because I find myself getting a little bit overwhelmed. Do you feel restless? Do you feel dread? Whatever it is that's coming up for you, try to get curious about it and then think about how can I shift my focus? What is the inspired action you can take? Think about how you can break it down into small chunks, more digestible, manageable steps. And when you are faced with a project that seems huge, it's like that phrase, how do you eat an elephant bit by bit? Or is it bite by bite? I suppose it's the same thing. You really want to focus on completing one small part at a time. So you want to celebrate each of these little mini hurdles you've overcome and acknowledge that, hang on, I have really honored myself and I've got out of my comfort zone today and I've taken inspired action. Something else you can do is to maybe make a chart and color it in on the wall. I know when I was a waitress and I used to absolutely loathe waitressing. I had a goal. I used to have a piece of paper on my wall and it said, I'm buying a new MacBook, a camera, and I wanted to go on holiday to America. And I would have goals, incremental goals of hundred pounds and then 500 and then a thousand and 15 and 2000. And really seeing that in a tangible way helped me to stay inspired to go to work every day in this waitressing job and to keep showing up because I knew that at the end of it I would get the rewards and the results that I was dreaming of and even when I was creating the program for the feminine flow my new course I mentioned at the beginning of the app at first I noticed that feeling of overwhelm and thinking oh my gosh where do I begin I've got so much information in my head. I don't know how to get it out onto paper. What do people want to know? Where do I start? And I began with writing down what I wanted to talk about and then what 
pertain to feminine energy. And then I thought about, okay, so how can I have a linear flow for these sessions? What bullet points can I talk about within the sessions? And then once I'd done that, I thought about what meditations I could use, what journal prompts. And so by the end of these few weeks of building the course out, I had a full course ready to go and I didn't feel overwhelmed because I'd broken it down over time as well I wasn't just sitting down one day thinking I've got to hammer this out I gave myself space to chew over it and that is the benefit of not leaving things to the last minute as well you have more time to reflect and to implement and to tweak and to change so I'd really encourage you to do that if there's a big project on the horizon and even wedding planning my partner and I are planning our wedding for June and I can remember having such a tension headache and thinking oh my gosh where do you begin where do you find these people where do you find a venue for just 12 people when everywhere else is saying oh well you can have 500 guests and I'm like I don't even know 500 people to invite to a wedding so again it's the same process it's let's start with the grand picture let's figure out what it is you want and then let's start to drill down in a more granular way and break things down into topics or subjects or whatever's easiest for you and I think as well something that is really overlooked when we think of being productive is the environment that we are in I know personally I cannot stand going into my offices if they're dirty or if there's dust or if there's caps or Leo's got dog toys everywhere. I really have to sit down and tidy up and light the candle, clean the space, cleanse the air and I feel so much more positive and rejuvenated and inspired so maybe you can do the same if you're feeling a little bit stuck in a rut energetically you can open the windows get some fresh air in there and light that beautiful candle have a tidy up declutter a little bit and I promise you it will help to reduce your mental resistance and I know some people might be thinking but isn't that just procrastinating you still have to do the thing at the end of the tidy and you can't just go off and do something else and you can also find yourself some affirmations to repeat when you are doing the things that feel a little bit uncomfortable and you notice the resistance coming up you can try out some phrases such as this is so easy or I enjoy getting these tasks done because this is moving me closer to the life of my dreams and I often think about how I'm going to do something I love afterwards as well so think about what affirmations you can come up with to come back to to help you to reset when you find that little voice of resistance creeping in and like I said find the dangling carrot so maybe you can have a plan that once you've done the thing you can take 15 minutes to make your favorite hot drink and have a sit down read your book watch some tv whatever it is go out for a walk with your dog and have that little reward for doing this task and overcoming it and really do try to remember that consistency and self-compassion these are 
fundamental to overcoming resistance. I've really done this dangling carrot method since I was a teenager and I had homework and coursework to do because I've got a very short attention span and I'm able to work very intensely, but then I need something to look forward to after it. So a break. And I think, especially in the corporate world, so many people, they just string out their days because they have to be the bum on the seat and their productivity probably leans more towards one half of the day. So if that's you, Think about using the Pomodoro technique if you're someone with a shorter attention span or you struggle to stay focused. This is basically a time management method based on 25-minute stretches of focused work that are broken up by five-minute breaks. It's like hit for your brain, doing interval workouts for your brain. And the longer breaks, which are typically 15 to 30 minutes, they are taken after four consecutive work intervals. So if you want to take a note of this and you want to try the Pomodoro technique in your own time, the first step is to identify the task or the tasks that you want and need to complete. Then you're going to set a timer for 25 minutes. And during that time, you're going to work on that task with no distractions. Phone has to go on focus mode or flip it over or leave it in another room. Tell whoever is in your house that you are not available for being distracted. Then once the alarm goes off, you take a five minute break. And I would suggest getting up and walking around and having a change of scenery. Then you're going to repeat this process three more times. And at the end of that fourth time, you are going to take the 30 minute longer break and start again. And I would love to hear how you find this as well. If you do try out the Pomodoro technique, this is naturally how I tend to work anyway. And I find it really helpful for my productivity, for my concentration, because I'm giving my brain a break. It's like in NLP, as I've said before, when you are in between rounds of neuro-linguistic programming exercises, you do this thing called breaking your state. And sometimes that is thinking of something completely different. That might be doing five jumping jacks. And it allows your brain, I always imagine, to just take a breather and to look off into the distance. You know how People say when you're on a computer, every 20 minutes, you should look for something 20 feet away for 20 seconds. It's that kind of vibe. And when you are resisting something, avoiding something, procrastinating, the right prefrontal region of your brain actually lights up. And this is the region that's associated with negative emotions. So can you take the time to practice intentionally shifting your focus over to the left prefrontal region, which is linked to positive feelings. And these include the rewards of certain behaviors and actions. And A way to shift, I always think, is to tap into your why. So can you connect with the deeper purpose behind the task? Why does this one thing matter? How is it going to make a difference? How much closer is it going to get you to your dreams? Because when you align with your values and your intentions, this really does help to reduce the resistance. So keep coming back to your why. Perhaps you can put that on a post-it note or set a reminder alarm on your phone. 
And something I often think about when I'm doing the things that I feel resistance towards is that phrase that goes something like, not everyone will be successful because they're not all willing to do what it takes. And that means doing the shitty things and the things that they don't really want to be doing in order to reap the benefits of what they want. And Yes, I know firsthand that it can feel like a slog to be doing certain things that don't maybe feel so inspiring or aligned, but I think it's important as well not to get resistance confused with misalignment. Sometimes people will say, oh, you know, I just I just don't feel aligned to doing social media to promote my business, when really what they're feeling is resistance. They're just giving themselves a cop out, let's be honest. And if that's you, if you feel seen, this is your invitation today to do something about it and to call yourself out on it as well. Because doing these gritty things, knowing that they are compounding is going to help you to build an incredible life. It's going to help you to experience growth, to create the growth mindset, to get out your comfort zone. And Something you can also ask yourself is, how can I make this feel light? Maybe you can delegate. Maybe you can ask someone to help you. Maybe you don't have to do something in so much detail as you had been doing. Or a perfect example of something feeling light in your everyday life might be if you don't like sending emails or texts and you feel like, oh my gosh, it's just such a waste of time. Just pick up the phone. That is my version of making something feel light. It's quick, it's efficient. I get a really quick answer from someone. And even with this podcast, I found a while back, I'm on episode 70 or something now. So that's a lot of time to have been investing well over a year into this. And I was feeling resistance because I was getting caught up in believing that this needed to be 40 minutes and to have all this information. And I was putting a lot of pressure on myself to cram a lot in. But then one day I noticed myself thinking, I'm not actually enjoying this anymore. Having to do everything like a script and feeling like I have to do tons and tons of research. And I noticed myself procrastinating. So I thought about what I wanted to feel like and what I wanted to create and the life I wanted to live in order to make this podcast sustainable because it's something I absolutely love doing. And I realized that I love listening to short form podcasts, 20 minutes max. So I can listen to it on a car drive while I'm cooking dinner. I don't have to invest heaps of time and I can get a light touch of information that I can go away and look at afterwards. And also I enjoy writing bullet points and expanding upon those as I speak. It doesn't have to be a full-blown script. So this was a limiting belief that I was carrying around that was saying to me that more time invested meant more value for the listener. And I realized that's not true because in the recent few months, I've done quite a few of these style podcasts where they go on for about 20 to 25 minutes and I'm more so riffing on a topic and I've been getting such incredible feedback that I know that this is what is aligned for me right now and it's helped to reignite that spark of inspiration as well. 
And it is so important when you feel that resistance coming up is to practice forgiving yourself and practice working through it. Lean into the resistance, learn from it, and gradually try to make those tasks feel lighter and more manageable. Feel yourself vibrating at a higher frequency and not allowing yourself to be weighed down by these different tasks and things that you have on your to-do list. Something I love to do when I feel this urge to just sack everything off for the day and stay in bed watching Gossip Girl or some other shit (laughs) is to close my eyes for a second and visualize my future self who's already on the other side. She's already done the thing that I am procrastinating on and really vividly imagining her effortlessly completing the task. How does she feel? Is she feeling satisfied, proud? Does she feel light? And we all know that visualization is the key for priming your mind for success. It's why it's used by Olympic athletes and why they get such great results with it. So can you, when you feel those feelings coming up, tap into the feeling of being on the other side, even saying I am on the other side. I've done it. I feel so good. I'm so proud of myself. I did it and I knew I could do it. And remember that on this journey of overcoming resistance, you are going to learn a lot. And one day you're going to look back and think, oh my gosh, a task that once seemed so daunting, so overwhelming now feels like second nature to me. And that is the epitome of transformation and growth. So thank you for joining me today. I hope you enjoyed listening to this episode and you're feeling inspired to go and do the thing that you've been procrastinating on. <laughs> and if you did enjoy, please do drop me a message at Grounded with Gem on Instagram. You can also leave a five-star review. I would be so grateful. Or you can tag me wherever in the world you're listening. And with that said, I will see you next week. Bye. Thank you so much for pressing play on today's episode. If you enjoyed, I would be very grateful if you could subscribe, download and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. Have a great week and I'll catch you next time.